Welcome to your Christian music station. This is Holy Radio. Hello there, Holy Radio. This is me, Devious Dan, your host of the Devious Dan Show every Monday morning from 6... Uh, I'm sorry, from... 10 a.m. to noon. I don't know where I got six from, but uh, maybe because I get up at six sometimes. But uh, anyway, this is me, Devious Dan, coming to you to give you the verse of the week. This week's verse or passage is 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verses 3 through 8. For this is the will of God, your sanctification, that you should abstain from sexual immorality, that each of you should know how to possess his own vessel in sanctification and honor, not in passion of lusts like the Gentiles who do not know God, that no one should take advantage of and defraud his brother in this matter, because the Lord is the avenger of all such, as we also forewarned you and testified, for God did not call us to uncleanness, but holiness. Therefore, he who rejects this does not reject man, but God, who has also given us his Holy Spirit. You see, God calls us to cleanliness. He calls us to sanctification. That's why Paul is talking to the church in Thessalonica and to us about sexual immorality because God did not intend for us to be unclean in our walk with Him. He wanted us to be clean, sanctified, holy. He wants us to be walking in that sanctification, presenting our vessels, our bodies in that. And sexual immorality is the opposite of that. God designed, God designed us to be married. He designed the institution of marriage to be between a man and a woman, holy and acceptable under his plan. Yes, under the government there are other legal forms of marriage, but our government is corrupt, ran by sinful men and women. God wants us to be in a marriage modeled after him, after the model he set for us, because it is a way to show our, sanctifi- our sanctification and our cleanliness. It's a way for us to focus on Him. You see, if we can focus on God and trust in Him, we can continue to focus our lives for Him. 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verses 3 through 8. And this is my verse of the week. Has your confidence been shaken? Is your faith in yourself fading? Been there too long to know what to make of it anymore Just know that you're stuck and can't get free Don't even know what you Become the safest of places And you're too tired to finish the race And all you're 
fire If he couldn't take you higher Gotta remember he is still for you Calls you his daughter, calls you his son There's no mistake that could ever take that away doing did you have a good week did you miss me i missed you guys Ugh, if i could afford to do this full time i would because i know god is gracious and god is good and i love sharing the gospel you know i spent the weekend on a retreat in Vero, colorado for an organization i'm involved with that's not a Christian organization per se, but it's a law enforcement organization that I am a part of uh, because of my uh, other life and career. However, I am the chaplain of my local group, and uh, so I got to go and talk about God's grace. You just, you just never know how God's grace is. I mean, we think of grace in the ultimate terms as His saving grace, His grace for us, that He died for us. But let me tell you a quick story. You know, I was uh, leaving Vail, Colorado. And for those of you who don't know, Vail, Colorado is high up in elevation. It's in the mountains. It's a town nestled in between high mountains inside a valley. And it's uh, 
very popular ski resort area for our state here in Colorado. Very popular. And uh, we're staying at a luxury hotel thanks to the organization. And of itself, God is good there. But I had to come back to Denver, which is a two-hour drive from where I was staying, for my youngest daughter's eighth grade continuation or eighth grade graduation, however you want to call it. And on the way back, coming east, I had to climb this tall mountain on I-70, this tall hill. And right at the Continental Divide, there's a two twin tunnels, one going east, one going west, and I was on the east side, the Johnson Tunnel. And I get inside the tunnel, and about 150 feet in from the entrance, a bunch of traffic has just come to a dead stop. And it was snowy, the roads were wet, and of course the dry tunnel with the frozen floor caused the road to be icy. And I go to hit my brakes in my anti-lock brakes, Boy, they're working overtime and I'm trying to stop and the car in front of me is at a dead stop and I, I'm like I'm gonna hit that car. I didn't want to hit that car so I was able to switch to the left lane uh, in police terms we call it emergency lane change and I used my training and experience to do that rather quickly and I realized even though the truck was farther up ahead that I got behind than the car I, I was gonna stop in time but boy do I thank God because both uh, both of those drivers realized I was coming and I wasn't stopping and they left duck to left and right duck to right and they both got us close to the tunnel wall on each side of their lane as they could and I went center I emergency lane changed into half a lane made my own lane straddled the center line and I went center and my thought was if I hit them at least I wouldn't hit them dead on, but I, as I'm, well, the funny thing is I was on the phone with my wife, I have a hands-free set, you know, Bluetooth to my car, but I was uh, out loud saying, I'm not stopping, I'm not stopping, I'm not stopping, but inside my head was saying, Lord, don't let me hit them, don't let me hit them, don't let me hit them, and God answered that prayer, and I squeezed in between those two cars with inches to spare on either side of me and how I got a gigantic GMC Yukon to squeeze in between a gigantic Chevy Silverado and a tiny who knows what little car that was I don't know but I did God was with us he kept all of us from having a, a car crash I, as I stopped I looked and I could see like four or five cars all smashed up and then in the left lane ahead of the truck I squeezed next to was a truck facing the opposite direction. So there's about, I want to say five, maybe six cars, I don't know, all piled up. And I knew behind me about half a mile back was two semis and other traffic coming in in that tunnel. So the truck next to me, I motioned him to go and he moved around the truck that was in front of him and got in front of me and took off. I went in the car that was next to me, followed me, and we got out of there. And to this day, I don't know what else happened. I pray everyone was safe, that nobody was hurt, but I thank God that we were saved. That was His grace. That was His goodness. And yes, I made it to my daughter's graduation. Uh, 
And then on the way back to the hotel in Vail, I got stuck in uh, traffic 20 miles from my destination because they closed the highway for about six hours. But that's another story for another time. Point is, God is gracious. God is good. And there's times he may not answer prayers, but thankfully this time he answered that prayer and kept us all from being hurt and saving us from injury or maybe death. And he probably honestly saved other people in that crash because I know as I passed the cars that were stopped, if I'd hit the car on the right lane in front of me, it would have slammed him into the car. That was the last car in that pile up. And in front of that car, Standing was another driver looking at it. You could kind of tell he was just in shock or unsure and he was trying to figure out what's going on. And there's a chance I could have pushed that car into the other car and then into him directly. And I just, I just thank God that lives were saved. So that's my crazy story for the weekend. I did, I did make it back. Spent about six hours stranded on the side of the highway, basically. As soon as they opened the highway, I got back, made it, made it back around 1 and 1.30 a.m. to where I needed to be. And uh, was thankful, but I say all that because there are two other chaplains, the, the, state, the chaplain for the state board of this organization and the chaplain for another lodge that were there. And I... I got to spend some time fellowshipping and just discussing Christ and talking to them about how we can evangelize police officers and other first responders and share Christ with them so that they can come to know our Savior. And that to me is worth it all. That was at the end of the conference. I spent an hour praying and fellowshipping with those two other chaplains and that made the whole trip worth everything that I'd gone through because I know we're going to be able to share Christ and help each other evangelize the gospel of Jesus in the law enforcement community. And that's what amazes me about God's grace. Thank you guys for indulging me on this story. I just thought I should share it. Just think of God's grace and know He is gracious. He loves you. And if you're focused on Him, He will use you to share the gospel. This is Michael W. Smith in the Spanish version. Promesses, caminho
Cuando nos intu, mi Dios está, está trabajando. Mi Dios está, está trabajando. Él faz mesmo cuando no vejo. Él faz mesmo cuando no sinto.
single shirt born of the answer that didn't make sense What if, maybe, they were just teaching me to depend on
change of plans that can change your life you take a punch take time to pray and hide the key under a stone just in case what we do for the ones we Over I birthday surprise Dry those tears from falling skies When life breaks down Sweep up the glass And forgive, forget
thousand stories of what they think you're like But I've heard the tender whisper of love in the dead of night And you tell me that you're pleased and that I'm never Good father, it's who you are, it's who you are, it's who you are, and I'm loved by you, it's who I am, it's who I am, it's who I am. Oh, and I've seen many searching for
Every day this never-ending pressure Tries to take its claim over my heart I have tried to hold it all together But time and time again I fall apart But that's where I find my life was never mine at all But you are the one inside, always in control thinking uh, we talked about God's grace earlier and uh, yeah I was telling you on the way back uh, to my destination up in Vail Colorado I was stranded for about five hours off the highway and 
And some of that time, you know, I was thankful. People were like, how could you be thankful you're stuck in a snowstorm, sitting off the highway in your car, not really too close to facilities or whatever. But I was thankful because, when I wasn't driving, sliding off a mountain highway. And two, I was warm. Three, I had drinks. And I got to spend some time. Excuse me. Got to spend some time, you know, with, with God. So... I wasn't going to stress it. I knew I'd get back and God would be with me, especially from the events of earlier in the day. So, uh, But speaking of God's grace, let's read Romans 6, 13 and 14. And it says, And do not present your members as instruments of unrighteousness to sin, but present yourselves to God as being alive from the dead and your members instruments of righteousness to God. For sin shall not have dominion over you, for you are not under law, but under grace. You know, sometimes we struggle in our lives with sin, whether it's anger issues or uh, maybe habits, whatever the case might be. But if we go read Romans chapter 6, we're going to realize that in Christ, in our righteousness in Him, we don't need to stress over it because really if we focus on God, we focus on our relationship with Jesus, we're going to realize that we should not be presenting ourselves to unrighteousness, uncleanness, or to sinfulness because we are no longer under the law. Sin has no dominion over us. Yes, the law is there to show us the standard of right from wrong, but we're not bound by that. We're bound by God's grace. Paul goes on to say, what, what then shall we sin because we are not under law but under grace? Certainly not. Do you not know that to whom you present yourselves slaves to obey, you are that one slaves whom you obey, whether of sin leading to death or of obedience leading to righteousness. But God be thanked that though you were slaves of sin, yet you obeyed from the heart that forms, I'm sorry, that form of doctrine to which you were delivered and having been set free from sin, you became slaves of righteousness. See, Christ. We present ourselves to Christ, to God. And we've come slaves to righteousness. And that's very important because we are free from sin. We are no longer bound by that law, but bound by grace to become slaves of righteousness. To do what is right in holy. There's nothing more I could say about that. It's very self-explanatory. I want you to think on that as we listen to Chris Tomlin.
Life to say, help us on the way. 
Behind the walls are built to hide my insecurity I've been pretending To be the person everybody wants me to be I can go on living a lie When I know I'm broken on the inside God, you're strong when I am weak I need your grace to help me see that I'm no longer a slave to me I've been washed, I've been set free It made me clean Smiling in the face of all your enemies You can dream it down a way too high Higher Don't suppose the clouds I'm caught in your love 
shining by the day Everything is up for debate She say, he say, we say, can't nobody get it straight Don't forget who you were made to be Royal priest, sir, you're a child advocate Don't give in to negativity Just keep elevating above all your enemies You can dream it down on It's loud, I'll turn the world down, I'll stay here with you When the lights come, I'll keep my eyes up, listening for what's true When it gets loud, I'll turn the world down, I'll stay here with you
song to play in the background i just want to say thank you guys for listening this week i appreciate you joining me here on holy radio holyradio.org no jesus no peace but no jesus no peace you know what that means right if you don't know who jesus is you're not gonna find peace but if you know jesus you will find that peace now that doesn't mean as a Christian, our life is peaceful and plumb full of no problems. Yeah, I never promised that. 
but he did promise us that in him we will find peace in him and through him and that's what that motto means if you're a child of God you'll know that as you go throughout this week I want you to think about God's grace what he's given to you the fact that you're alive at this moment is God's grace but even bigger his grace and that he came to earth to die on a cross and then rise again so that we could be with him in heaven his love for us took on the penalty of sin and death so that we could have eternal life and that is ultimately his grace So I want you guys to think about God's grace as you go throughout the week. And just know that His grace is sufficient. Thank you for listening. And God bless you guys. As I close out this show, make sure you focus on God this week and His grace and know that He loves you. And that's why He died for you. I look forward to being back next week at this time, 10 a.m. to noon, Mountain Standard Time, here on holyradio.org. God bless you.